0: And our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our question and answer series, we were learning how we should seek answers to our spiritual questions from God and not from men. Let's continue with that lesson today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom.
1: Never blame God
2: for your failures. For He was there all the time. It is His will that should direct us. Not our feeling. It is His word that directs us. Not our looking for loopholes in the word of God. To seek to justify our doings and going away from the
1: things of righteousness and true holiness. In verse 7 he says, In God is my salvation, and my glory, the rock of my strength, my refuge in God. Now remember the question of this listener revolved around not getting answers
2: it's not from a preacher, from other good Christians, or from those that were trained Christian counselors. And that's understandable. But it says they were depending on them instead of God. So, salvation, strength, you might say, the glory of salvation. The rock and refuge. All things at all times. He's that. That's something to think about. Note, this has two things that are very interesting here. Two definitions, as I said, for that idea of of Selah. Think about it. And yes, we should think about it. You should think about it. Think about these things that we've been answering the question here with. But it's also to so be it. That is God's way. It is God's way. So as we look at that answer to this question, Understand, this has to do with your relationship
1: with Jesus Christ. I'm afraid Christian psychology has entered into many Christian colleges and has taken the place of the Word of God. Now, they'll use references to the Word of God. But what I have studied and seen and watched, they'll take Rogarian and other types of men that they've gotten their psychology from and try to find scriptures to apply to it and it's at the expense of eliminating the Holy Spirit and letting Him work through you and your walk with God and your love for God
2: and so what is it we're to do? well God still has grace seek forgiveness come to Him in repentance and faith verse 8 said trust in Him at all times you people
1: Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Sila, Who's a refuge? The pastor?
2: Is it the counselor? Is it some best friend? Some good Christian? No. He is our counselor. Trust him at all times. Timing is always right.
1: All times is is always right with Him in your prayer. And make sure that you seek Him because He's your refuge. That's why you're going to Him. He is a refuge.
2: That is the sure help. And pour out your heart to Him. And then in His Word, through His Word, listen to what He has
1: say to you? Well, I thank the listener for that question. And we will go on to another question now. Okay, our next listener asks, why do you, as a fundamentalist,
2: independent Baptist, of what you seem to so proudly say on your program, why don't you join in hand with other churches to stand as with Calvinists and Catholics. Remember, Spurgeon was a Calvinist. Catholics are against abortion as you are. So, why not stand together on these issues of life. Aren't you defeating God's cause? Now, mainly
1: because it is we are, and I'm going to answer this question. I I think it's one of those questions where people are just not asking questions because they want to know, but I'm not going to accuse that listener of it, but I'm just going to say I think it's a question that usually is asked, not they want to know. They're trying to get you caught up in something and make you say something wrong or something else you know so we i'm not going to take it that way i'm going to answer it honestly here and be true to it but you see you mentioned that we were fundamental independent baptists and we are and i do not apologize for being a fundamental independent baptist why because i like being true to the word of god and i think that of all these different ones that i've been able to study uh, i don't see any others that are that true to the word of god Okay, and it's right, doctrinally. But really, as you're calling us that, we have that label, but really, I like, like to think of ourselves as biblicists. Now, the first time I used that in a preaching in my church, I used it a few times, and somebody came to me, and they were upset with me because at their Christian college, university, One of their directors said, we are biblicists. And so my simple answer to that is then, why isn't your college King James Version? So they're not biblicists in the form of the word of God when they sit in their classes and they'll say, well, we only use the King James in our class, but then they'll spend time telling you all the wrong things in the King James and they're not there. But you see, they've taken a corrupted text and they use that corrupted text to say, well, you see, this is right. And, of course, the, that's the critical text. And and uh, they are decided that they are scientific about it. And so they've studied it and they feel like, uh, well, really, the King James that stood all those years. And even before there's a King James, those texts that stood all those years, all of a sudden they're wrong. I mean... Those texts, I mean, you go back to uh,
2: back in when Revelation was finished, when that was written, A.D. 96, that completed the New Testament.
1: And so all the New Testament books were completed. The Old Testament books were completed, the Masoretic texts, the New Testament, we call them the Textus Receptus. Those were the ones that have stood the test of time. When men rebelled against the leadership of the Word of God as that way and wanted to change things so they could adapt it to their things they wanted to believe in doctrine. They went through, oh, Europe and so many places trying to find things where they could get these manuscripts. And they did find some manuscripts. And they found them in Catholic monasteries. They found them in other places. And in some of those places, they were using them as, as fire. I mean, they would, they would use it to start fires, you know, to get the fire started in the furnace. They would use part of it to do that. And it was supposed to be a help to them that way. When they found out that some of them were doing that, they took what they had left over, and and used it with them. But some of the people that were burning them that way said, "Well, we realized it was wrong that the they weren't the right manuscripts." So I, I find that interesting. But they go by it, and isn't interesting that when they came up this critical text, they did it secretly. That's it in England. They were doing it secretly behind the. They didn't want it to come out. They, they knew that it would get shut down so quickly. And they did everything behind everybody's back. They're underhanded. When you got to do something underhanded, again, it's like the communists. It's like going back, the end justifies the means. In other words, you can do any evil you want to if it does something good. Well, the problem is what they thought it did was good. It was evil is what they've done. So it's just corrupted the Bible. And so so many new versions of the Bible have come out, but they're using that corrupted text. So just so that you understand that going in, but so we are Biblicists. The Bible, that is the Word of God, is our authority. Many times in the Bible you'll see the word power. So often we think of as strength as a big strong man lifting weights or something like that, but usually that refers to authority, might. We say Almighty God. That looks at the outstretched arm of God, that is the strength to do anything he wants to do. And so God can do that. So we are biblicists in that matter. And in our practice, the word of God is our directive in life. The Catholic Church,
2: as well as Calvinists, have stood against Israel. I'm going to just give you a good example. The Catholic Church
1: as well as, as the uh, uh, Calvinists, have stood against Israel. And the Bible is very clear. It doesn't just say it once. But he will bless those that bless Israel. He'll curse those that curse Israel. He gave that promise first to Abraham, then went on to Isaac, and went on down to Jacob, who was named Israel. And God gave him the name Israel. And so that went through them. But he said he'd bless those that bless them. He gave them the same promise to Abraham, Isaac, and, and to Jacob. He'd bless those that bless them and curse those that curse them. So Israel is one that they have taken stands against, both the Catholic Church and that even in this most recent thing in our country, we have seen that they have stood something about and say things against this thing with Hamas and Israel. And it's like they're saying, well, you know, we can understand why Hamas does this, but Israel shouldn't do that. Israel should do this. Israel should do that. Actually, they should study the Bible and know what it says about Israel and what, how Christians are supposed to act towards it. Don't forget John 16. We find out that he's going to make them of one. One. He talks about the, the people as we are today, the, Gentiles and then the Jew he's going to make them one in that future day this is your radio pastor pastor Andy Bloom saying may the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today
0: we want to thank you for listening to the lamp and light broadcast if you would like a cd copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom send us your name mailing address and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast we would appreciate a gift of five dollars to lamp and light broadcast 1714 southeast 36th avenue ocala florida 34471 you may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library that website is www.centralbaptistocala.org again The address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, OCALA, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer Gary Neron saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus.
1: My feet on its
2: firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.